obsessed with this band right now. And give no, us a name. Amardo's. Nothing about it again. <laughs> well, actually, I'm obsessed with this. Uh, this is Pale Waves. Pale Waves. This song is called Noises. But, oh my God, Pale Waves, killer. It's like a badass singer, too. Oh, where are they from? I don't know. Like, this song could have kicked ass in any era. 2000s. Right? 2010s. This is a great band. You guys, check out Pale Waves. It's funny because now it's becoming like an ongoing thing that Amar knows the, none nothing. of the music that I'm playing. Yeah. And by the way, there was like three episodes ago. I, I sounded so fake. I was like, tell us what, what song this is, Dan. But I actually didn't know what song this was. Yeah. yeah. Pale Waves noises. But yeah. there's like, if you go to Pale Waves Spotify, listen to any of their top five songs and you're just going to love it. Yeah. My only promise to everyone is one, if I do know the song, I promise I will say it. Yes. But I don't know the song. Eventually. I'm so. trying to get you, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I am intentionally picking ones that aren't as popular. Yeah. So we won't get copywritten. <laughs> no, because uh, that's the type of music I listen to. Yeah. So. Music, man. You, you also have an eclectic-ish. Taste. Uh, you know what it is? I like songs with emotion. Mm. I think there's this thing about people that, or guys in particular, that you can't be too into something yeah. or else it's, it's weird. Uh, I, I, like, for the lack of a better word, people associate your sexuality like, oh, that's gay. Yeah. For, for an example, Pale Waves, okay? Female singer. I think there's two girls in the band. I want to say, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm totally in this band. And I know that if I went to a show, there's going to be some sort of judgment of like, oh, there's a dude here. It's like, Elliot, like it, the music's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is great. Like, so badass. Even when I, like, when the 1975 first came down, came mm -hmm. out, right? I went to their show, them. and you do know them. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it was like, they were a boy band, man. So many girls screaming. And I get it. Their aesthetic was kind of like that, holding roses and stuff. Lainey is another band. Very heavy female audience. When I go to these shows, I used to sort of be like, oh, I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. But it didn't bother me anymore because I'm like, this band's sick. Yeah, well, I love it, man. you know. And I feel like before you could you could like music more, you could be more way into music, and it was fine. I don't know, like I, even Backstreet Boys, man. Let's take like an extreme example. Backstreet Boys people were into them. Guys were dressing up like oh, boy yeah. bands. Yeah, somewhere, know? Down, somewhere down the line, it became weird, and I, I hate that. Yeah. That kind of sucks, you know. Literally, yeah. At the end of Backstreet Boys, probably the thing that ended Backstreet Boys is is it became weird to really for dudes to really like anything like, as boy a, like, bands. I just noticed recently that as a man, you to, just can't like things to to obsess over anything that isn't manly. Yeah, like oh, you could you could obsess over being an electrician. Oh, that's yeah. so manly. You could obsess over motorcycles. Yeah, that's cool. But if you start to obsess over artwork or you obsess over music yeah you become you get put in this category of maybe a little bit more sensitive and emotionally unstable exactly and and it, i think it's flipped around if you are in tune to your emotion and yes. you like creative stuff music art i think you're more in tune with your emotions than someone that's trying to suppress them and be like oh no man i like whittling wood with my, my bare knuckles <laughs> whittling 
First of all, I feel like whittling wood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like, like you got to look at like very manly activities. Yeah, 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 no. Under the stereotype of what that is. Well, the last thing Toronto people obsessed over, he left us. Kawhi oh, Leonard. I am shocked. Shocked? I you, don't you know. know. It's funny. I went to my buddy's place <laughs> last night, yeah. and I passed by this giant wall that was graffitied, really well done, that said, uh, Leonard stays definitely. Wow. And I started thinking, oh, someone should tell this guy. <laughs> like he's gone man it pisses me off and there's this this for those of you guys that don't know Kawhi Leonard was a big reason why we won the championship for sure for the NBA and we wanted him to stay and we thought he was going to stay because he'd be able to get the biggest amount of money here yeah no he wanted to go home and I respect that but I, I'm kind of pissed that he left after just one season yeah it's also the greatest way to leave but, but sorry uh, speaking of like Someone should tell this guy that Kawhi left. Yeah. I swear to you, <laughs> I recorded it, but a friend of a friend of mine was at a wedding in Greece, right? And the bride and groom were coming out of the church, you know, like that whole scene? Yeah. yeah and everyone's yeah. kind of lined up. Throws rice. Or yeah, yeah, they throw things at them. I swear to you. And he looks, this guy looks like, the groom looks like a, like a bro, like a sports bro, mm. right? And as they were leaving, on his wedding day, someone felt the need to tell this guy that Kawhi left Toronto. Literally, like, they were walking out, having the day of their lives, and everyone's, like, celebrating, woo, yeah, like, throwing things at them. And one guy's like, bye-bye, Kawhi. Kawhi left Toronto. What? Where? This is in like, Greece? Like, literally in the wedding. like In Greece? In Greece. You but, know like, no, people? no, they're Toronto people. It was, like, a destination wedding. You know these people? I know. It's a friend of a friend of mine. Oh, okay. That I follow. And you saw the video? Yeah, and I saw the video. And did and it ruin his day? I don't know, but this guy felt the need, like he needs to tell the groom that Kawhi left Toronto on his wedding day. Like, I don't, I don't see why you would need to tell anyone that. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Here's the thing. Some people have the need to be the first to deliver news. Oof. Here's the thing. And I put this on my Instagram briefly and I took it down. I rarely take stuff down yes, from my you story. Did. Oh, you saw it? <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Stranger Things comes out, uh, it was on Thursday, so July 5th or yeah. whatever. July 6th, okay, before noon, people are like, oh my God, I can't believe, and, and started spoiling Stranger Things. I don't care if you sat down and binge watched yeah. eight hours of Stranger Things. Let it breathe. Yes. Give time for people to catch up and experience it themselves. But some people go on Twitter and they're just like, I can't believe this and I'm still sad. I'm like, no one cares. You don't need to be the messenger for what we all want to see eventually on our own terms. Yeah. But I also know people that when they get some information, they they can't contain it, man. They That's why you have to be careful with who you trust with secrets. Oh. Because secrets aren't always easy to keep for a lot of people. Oh, boy. They're like, I won't tell anyone. And it turns out, oh, I'm just going to tell my one friend. And then they're like, oh, you can't tell anyone. Then that friend's like, I'm, I'm not. And they just yeah. tell their one friend. It, here's my thing. If somebody is in a relationship or they are married, very little chance I'll tell them secrets. Mm. Because yeah, because that person is like the highest in the pyramid, you know? They're going to hear everything. 100%. Let's, let's be honest. Like, if you have a significant other, you, you guys tell each other everything. Yeah. No, I'm blaming you for that. I don't blame you either, but... But I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping my stuff <laughs> private from now on. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you can't trust the other person to tell the person they're going to tell to not tell anyone. 
it's a ripple effect. Like, yeah, it, the, the safest thing is if you don't want anybody to know, just don't tell anybody. Yeah. Oh, I, I tell everything. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's but that's how I function, man. Like I learned that I can't contain emotion, or it, it comes out. Oh super yeah, let apparent, it go. You know. Yeah, it's just like if someone were to see me, they would know something's up. Yeah, no, it's a. I feel like for me, like I've had like enough secrets. Oh man, I've, I just have different groups of people that know different things, and if they were to meet up. Oh, I think we covered this one. We have, we have. How about the parties? It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> They'd be the, it's, I mean, everyone has a mysterious side that if you were to talk to their surroundings, you'd probably figure out who they are as a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's heavy. Uh, but yeah, no, people that spoil things, man. I, I, I know I come off as obnoxious or pretentious sometimes. Yeah, but. By like knowing things, you know? And I try to like make a, a concerted effort to not know things, you know, okay, like so. So, let's say you, like, I'll give you a hard example, right? Yeah. If one of my friends, like, you know, they know I eat a lot or go to different places, they're like, "Oh, have you ever had so and so's place?" Or did you ever have burgers here? It's so hard for me to to say yes, I have, without coming off as obnoxious. Why? I don't know, man. It's just because you've had it. Yeah, it's like frig, like. One thing I want you to be surprised by. You know what I mean? I don't know if that... I know what you mean. So if you're trying to tell somebody a piece of knowledge and they already know it... Yeah, that, I mean? that, that, that sucks sometimes. It's frustrating, yeah. yeah. Or, but if, you know, like, know it all. You know, no, we've but talked I've, about this. I've learned that some people, even if they've just learned the fact right then and there, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I knew that. Like, they're yeah, I knew pretend, that. You know? So that effect may not always work, even though you are teaching them something. Yeah. People, some people have an insecurity of they always have to be right. Yeah, and I, especially with like my, I feel like with my family, I come off as that of like, if you tell me something, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. But do you actually know? No, no, I actually know. But you know, it's, uh, your family will always think like for me, I'm like always the little brother, so like they'll always think that. Uh, granted, they probably do know more than me, right? <laughs> so when they tell me something <laughs> and I know it, I don't know. It just kind of sucks when you're when you're a know it all. It just kind of sucks. And sometimes it's okay to just say yourself that I am the know-it-all and I need to dial that the fuck down. Yeah, but you already... <laughs> Sorry. But, but that's a contradiction. Yeah, by, no, 100%. By being a know-it-all and saying, look, I am a know-it-all. And like, I need... It's like... Ooh, the know-it-all of being a know-it-all. Yeah. Woo. To like know that you're a know-it-all is even more pretentious. Yeah, I think I just lost a few... <laughs> Followers <laughs> or supporters. Yeah. Like, I hate this guy already. He's so annoying. Well, what are we talking about today? <laughs> Um, man, I don't know. I feel like in last week I've just been really, I really been into this whole, like just planning for my years, you know, like five years from now, 20 years from now where I want to be 20 years. You do not have a 20 year list. 100% I want to, you have a 20 year plan. I have a 20 year idea of where I want to be, man. That's too long. No, it is too long. And, And I want it to change. I personally, I think it's too long only because if you script your life with or load it with expectations for the next 20 years. Oh, yeah. That, that you're not really living. How much am I in 20 years? 49? <laughs> 49? Man, I, I hate doing that. I hate doing that little game where you're like, what will I be in 10 years? Oh, my God. It's like 10 years is a long time. Let's remember that. Remember yeah. 10 years ago. Crazy change. I was 17, man. I was someone else. I was getting... 
random erections because I was just a teenager, man. I mean, I still get them, but <laughs> but I know what to to, yeah. cuff, to undo it. <laughs> it's the, like people often because of the number ten, we can count to it relatively quickly. Yeah, uh, it doesn't seem like a big number. You got to factor in how long that actually is. Because it's listen, crazy. I used to deal with the pressure of life is passing me by. I got to do this now, here now. If I'm not here by this point, then I'm, I'm a failure. Yeah. I started getting caught up in that. And someone said, Dan, you still have time. Like you have like 10 years. And they're like, you realize how long 10 years is, right? It's a long, long time. It is a long time. Absolutely. And I also think we're going to live. I don't know if we, I feel like we've personally talked about this. I feel like we're going to live to like 100, 150 easy. You think we're going to live to 150 years old? Easy 100. And I'll apparently, take it. I'll take apparently it. there's like already scientists are saying that there's already someone born living to 150. That's going to live to 150. How? Like someone How? born Who? today. Who? How? <laughs> Some guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy. How the so this guy. You're not dying, man. How is that fair? Because we're getting new hearts so, by the time you're 60. So this guy is born and he's like, yo, you're living to 150 whether you like it or not. No, no, no. They're saying statistically. There's someone born today. Oh, okay. Not, someone there. Not one. Okay. That's going to live to 150. Of course. Yeah. You know how many people are in this world? There's always one person that's doing weird shit. Or like, that'll. But yo, it's crazy because like, let's say that person retires at age 60. Okay. They're like, yeah, you know what? Life is done. Retired. Age 60. I'm going to chill out. They still have like a hundred years yeah. to go. <laughs> 90 more years to go. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. It's 120. I got to die soon. I'll be honest. And they still have 30 more years. That's what I mean. Like it's almost a burden. That's if, okay. Let's say a genie comes down. And One, this I'm for, going, yes. For people listening right now, <laughs> you for people listening right now, ask yourself this, okay? And this is directed at you as well. Yeah. If you're sitting there in this room, a genie comes in, okay, and he's like, hello, mm -hmm. I'm going to grant you one wish. <laughs> and you're like, okay, what's the wish? You could live to 200 if you want. So he's like an Eastern European, well, <laughs> Western game show host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it is kind of a he's game show. He's probably Maltese. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> no, so yeah. would you do it? To, would you want to live to, to 200? 100 percent, thousand percent, million percent, yes. No yes. question about it. Do you it. realize that your entire surrounding right now, everybody you know in this exact moment yeah. will not be there for the second half of your life. Good riddance, my friends. Oh. It's been a ride. <laughs> it's been quite the ride. Okay, so you're going to try to find friends when Easy. you're... Easy. So how? I don't know. Freaking people interviewing you when every you're year. One, like, oh, this guy's 176? No, he's 177. Let's kay. make another article. He's when 180. You're, when you're 170, first off, I don't think newspaper articles will be a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Secondly... <laughs> At this 170, if you sneeze, man, your nose is going to go dissolve into dust. You're way too old. Enough said, but at the year 2150? Uh, so I, I should probably clarify, have, too, yeah. that, that yes, you'll live to 200, but your body will still be aging. This isn't like Tuck Everlasting, where you're like forever 20. For nine. sure. I just believe in the year 2200, if I blow my nose off, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sure in the year 2200, <laughs> the year 2200, that's like a sexual thing for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he blew his nose off yeah. on two dicks. <laughs> no, seriously, this, this is the biggest tangent we've ever gone off, but I like it. So yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, you would? 100% okay. I would. So I, because like, I could I just get not. a new nose at 2200. I would not. I think it would be so sad to outlive everybody. Your kids outlive them? No way, man. Yeah, that like, I think the human brain is capable of sustaining... 100 years of life experience. Mm -hmm. Like, for an example, I said this to someone recently. 
if that same genie was like, Amar. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> so he's like, Amar, uh, we can transport you to be 70 right now. Not f- just to experience. Sure. I don't think we are ready for that. We just said 10 years ago, we were different. We've changed. We've learned mm-hmm. more life skills. Imagine what you have at 65. I don't think that if I were just to go boom and I'm 65, I would have a really tough time absorbing my surroundings at that age. Yeah, no, you're right. Because I don't have enough life experience. Life experience, it does matter. But your life experience, I feel like, especially with people born in the last 20, 40 years, whatever, um, is being adapt, like adapting to change. 100%. So at 75, you're like sick. Well, change to you is nothing. It's an average thing. But people think, like I've met people that are like teenagers that you'll see online on YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff. I think that they've got it all together. Ooh, no way. And it doesn't matter. Listen to me. It does not matter how how much you've traveled. It doesn't matter how much you've, how many different types of food you've eaten. Mm -hmm. It's about the experiences that you go through. So uh, love, uh, career, um, friendships coming and going. These are all things that longevity will affect you. You can't rush those things. You're right. Because if you're rushing to say, I don't know, have heartbreak, you, it's not true authentic heartbreak. <laughs> Let's just get to it. <laughs> yeah, come on. Break, break break my heart. Heart. Come on. No, because <laughs> these are things that happen very sp- spontaneously. Like, yeah. To experience, let's let's use that heartbreak. To experience heartbreak, it has to come from a place of you didn't want it to end. Things went a different way. So some people try to take the express route at getting yeah. life experience of like, Oh, I'm going to make it hard for myself just so I know. And I can write better songs or make better art. It's like, there's no authenticity with rushing. Yeah. That's good. That's I just really realized good. that's good. There is no authenticity in a rush. Who? Because a big part of that is, is not expecting it. Like the big part of heartbreak is not expecting it. A hundred percent. Right. That, so that if is, you rush and if you ask for it early. Or you know what some people do that really pisses me off is they <laughs> start to like, let's say they'll start to shut you out to, for the thing to end. They don't have the, the guts to end it. Right. So it, they think you're letting you down easy. Oh, but again, that's not, you're not really experiencing heartbreak for what it, I don't know. Yeah. No, don't ghost me. Tell me how it is. Yeah. Have you been ghosted? I've been ghosted, but. I think about. I don't think I've been ghosted, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I, no, I, I've been ghosted for sure. Maybe I have. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't really interact with women. <laughs> I don't know word this properly. <laughs> I don't really interact with women in a way that ghosting would ever really come into play. I guess. I see what you're saying. Like my conversations aren't. I'm not super forward. Yeah. Like, uh, for me, I'm not going to straight up just be like, let's go. Well, I've done that before. Well, if you're not super forward, if the conversation not super forward, then wouldn't ghosting happen more? Because, like, I can't yeah. forwardly tell. I don't know. But anyways, at the age of 200, <laughs> trust me, those people will not even know what ghosting is, and you will have some sort of advantage. To ghost them first? 
Yeah, they're like, because they, they, they've probably never seen the Listen, move. Listen, if you're 200, you're almost a ghost at that point. <laughs> yeah, but they've never seen the move. You know, they've, they're like, <laughs> I don't know. He just didn't talk to me. I don't, I think he's alive. Are I don't you know. kidding me? <laughs> Ghosting in the year two, like 2250? Yeah. 2200 is going to be next level. It'll be like, because we can at that point probably give each other hearts and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you my heart last Christmas. You know that, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and they just run away with it. Damn. Are you excited for the future? Oof, come on. You know this. I'm super excited. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Ready to you go. You don't hold on to anything in the past, eh? No, no, I do. I, I hold on for sure. Like, we we talked about this in a few weeks ago yeah. about nostalgia being and holding on. crippling. I feel there's aspects that still affects me that that sort of makes me freaked out for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's a lot of charm in the old ways. Which is why yeah, the generation above us is like has a hard time accepting that we are on our phones all the time. Yeah, yeah. But realistically, you should want to be on your phone as much as possible because the next 100 years are going to be digital screens. Yes. So why go against the grain? But I think it's because the older generation misses the charm that was once there. But there's all, there's I feel like there's so much more charm coming up. New age charm. I think that whole definition is going to change. Like memes are charming. I don't know what to right, say. Like, that is the most millennial thing I've ever I heard know, in my life. 100%. But, like, I'm, yeah, I'm just so tired of people holding on to things beforehand like they were sick. I don't know. Um, there's, I don't know, there's a few things. No, you're right. Like, there, there's a lot of old ways that are, that discriminate, sexist, racist, yeah. that easily can go. There's, there's no charm there. But I think charm, in a sense... Back in the day, we had to like when I grew up. I didn't just I didn't have a phone. I had to go yeah. to my friend's door and get rejected if he wasn't able to play. For sure, you know. Uh, and, I and that's there's a lot of charm to it, and there's a lot of like fun. Even to like it. date. I mean, dates. It looked so much more cute back in the day. You'd get flowers and hold the door open for like yeah, the yeah. car, and you'd say hi to the parents. Now it's like here, yeah, be there in two, and you'd I'm actually get stood up back then. Like you'd yeah. actually show up to a restaurant. You would and have yeah. no idea. You have no cell phone. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Just, she uh, didn't like, show up. How, she just didn't show up. <laughs> how did they plan stuff back in the day? If you think about it. That's crazy. Okay, you go on a date with a girl, and you're supposed to meet at 7 o'clock. And she's running late. Yeah. There's no way back in the day for her to communicate that, hey, I'm going to be late. Imagine that. Yeah, we, I know. We, just, we would just wait. Nowadays, it's like we have that two trust. minutes. Oof. Like, yeah. You can already see how things have changed, right? For yes, sure. communication has been way easier now than it ever has been. Yeah. But we've lost the definition in a way of what trusting that someone's going to be there is. Okay. I have a crazy tangent after this. One more thing. Yeah. For an example, if I say Amar, no, take your time on this. We are, there's we, important. we are recording a podcast next Monday at 10 o'clock and we cannot con- reconfirm this. Okay. This is the only yeah. time we're going to talk. It would still feel uncomfortable Sunday night without confirming. 100%. Even coming here at 10, I'd be like, there's no way he's coming. Even though even today, at, like I showed up at 10, 15, yeah, and I was gonna text you at ten ten, like, "Hey, I'll be there in five minutes." That's what I mean. Like, it's people crazy. need the reassurance consistently. But if you didn't have that, I know it sounds charming. Here's the thing: there's there's a thing called juvenilia. Oh, here we go. Words. Here we go. Words, word, people. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make it very simple and very cool for you, for everyone. But there's a really good YouTube video out there about it. Um, anyways, so juvi means kid. Noia is like from like paranoia. So just be like that, having like that paranoia of the kids. So when we say kids these days, or when we think kids are going to ruin everything, right? That was so charming about the old world, right? right? 
every generation feels that way. Like every generation feels like they're smarter than the generation before them. So we think we're smarter than our parents at, at our age. Well, there's an, okay. But on. we think we're wiser than the next generation, the generation younger than us. Right. 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 And that's how our parents think. Yeah. Right. They yes. think they're wiser than us, but they know they're smarter than their parents. Right. And so oh. did their parents. So uh, there was like this like really cool quote. Um, someone was like, we don't sit around for a face-to-face conversation anymore. We'd rather just send out these quick fire messages and not, and we can't, we're not able to have the same face-to-face conversation, which sucks about today's world. In what, in what way? Because it's uncomfortable? Yeah, no, he's just like, it sucks that today we can't sit face-to-face with each other and we'd rather just send out quick fire messages. Right? Right. However, this was written in, 19, in the 1900s and this guy was talking about how we send letters to each other. Which is crazy because that quote can easily be fitted into the, into today, talking about like text messaging. Yes, 100%. but the guy was trying to say how shitty letters are that we send letters to each other. I get I get what you're saying. There's always there's always going to be a negative drawn from the generation above, only because thinking the future sucks. Thinking the future sucks and the pat and the because they don't know anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Texting in today's world is a new letter writing. Yeah. And. But it, 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 we, we make it seem as like, as if in the old times, we're like, we're talking to each other and everyone's like, yeah, like, like everyone's talking to each other and not really. You were just talking to the farm beside you and their kids and right. meeting up with them. And like when we were young, yeah, sure. We had, you know, we took bicycles and we all met at that green box in suburbs yeah <laughs> right but like box. we have so many more friends now that we meet up with on the like regularly right right uh, us two meeting yeah would not have happened in the old days why i don't know i just don't picture oh you don't picture being friends with me in the old days all right <laughs> <laughs> no it's like once you have your group of friends in high school i feel like in the old days you would just stick with that group forever and we do but we still pick up new friends as we go on. That one's a tough one to relate to. Because I don't know what it would have been like back then. But if I look at my friends in high school, the amount that I kept after high school, which is why I'm a big advocate for not getting obsessed with life for what it is as a teenager. Yeah. Because when I was a teenager, I remember I felt like this was the, this was life. The rest of my life is going to be this. Yeah. It not, not I didn't think that the rest of my life was going to be this. I just had no ability to see anything else. It's crazy. So... You think, okay, that when you're in high school, those friends will be there forever because you guys went to a party together. You experienced firsts. Mm -hmm. But I had some really close friends move away. People change. One of my best friends ever, uh, Adrian. Yeah. He uh, one winter went to a snowboard show here in Toronto and two weeks later ended up moving out west. Hasn't come back since. But you're still in... Contact with him. Only because he falls into a, a very exclusive club of really young childhood friends. Yes. Which, it doesn't matter how long it goes without seeing him, he will always be my friend. Yeah. Because but, they know you before you've become you. You know what I mean? But even I, even though Adrian and I weren't friends in high school, even I, if I were to go out west, I would hit up Adrian. I'd be like, yo, Adrian, what are you doing? 
And right. I just feel like that's like the social world we're in that was not possible before. 100%. So There's no way I could have found Adrian knocked on his door. I see what you're saying. I'm like, yo, Adrian, remember me from high school? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what yeah, the yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> you're, you're right. 100%. The, and that's charming. The silver lining here is we can maintain yeah. friendships uh, for a long period of time when people's lives change. Instagram, I love it. Love it, love I it. I think there's very little wrong with Instagram. The only thing that I think is an issue that isn't really Instagram's fault is getting caught up in thinking your life sucks because everyone else is posting amazing things. Yeah, for sure. The only thing you have to get your head around is that's not the truth. Yeah. However, Instagram has allowed me to stay up to date with people's lives. I don't think it's a bad thing. No. Uh, it's kept me in the loop. Uh, uh, career changes, relationship changes. Um, Inspiration for different things that you want to be. 100%. Yeah. So that's another thing that like I don't fear the future with, but... I don't know. I, I still feel it. You know, it's kind of a feeling that I miss the old days, which is a classic line. I miss the old days of riding my bike and not having a phone consistently on me. But I love the new days, too, yeah. where my phone is always on me. But that's also just being a kid, I feel like. Is You're right. Having that thing. You're right. You know, like I, that's exactly it. I, yeah. In the old days, you would be roofing your own roof in the middle of July. Yeah, it's too old for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like... No, you're right. I think what you just mentioned is exactly what I've misconstrued is I miss being a kid, man. Yeah. I do. I had such an amazing childhood. And it, that, this is why it breaks my heart to see uh, kids not have a good childhood, whether it's abuse or some sort of trauma or neglect. Yeah. It kills me inside because you only have one childhood that lasts 12 years before you start making your own decisions. Yeah. It is so crucial that you are the most attentive and doing things for that kid. And I look at me, I had an amazing childhood. I had brothers. And now I've I've maintained my youth. And I protect it like for sure. crazy. And I maintained it by, I do YouTube videos for a living. I'm lucky enough to do that. I got to go-kart this morning on a Monday morning where a lot of people are thinking, another Monday. Yeah, I'm in the rat race going going to work, whereas I'm in the rat race going to do go-karting against an indie car driver. Like, if you hold on to something and you protect it, it's pretty amazing what will happen. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And if you're just open to... Yeah, I guess if you're just open to, to that idea of, like, it's okay to hold on to the youth, but then also to live your adult life. Because I, I feel like we know some people in high school that have held on to the good old days of high school, and they can't <laughs> like let a, it go. They're, and, like, white-knuckling it. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're 100K, so... You're right. There's a, an aspect, and we've, we have talked about this, about there being a difference between immature and irresponsible. Yeah. You can still be youthful and a kid and immature, but be responsible. Yeah. And I don't think I'm immature per se, but I know that if I go to a dinner, oh man, I was at a, I gotta be careful what I say. I was at a <laughs> dinner party yeah. a month ago, month and a half ago. Um, the off chance that they're lis listening. Man, this whole podcast should be titled, like, this whole, the entire podcast should be, <laughs> I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, but really great food, mm -hmm. but I felt I didn't fit in. I felt I did not fit in. My my humor was more immature than theirs. Their, their topic at hand was more catered towards trying different wines, and I just, I, I felt so... Not in effing awkward, man. Yeah, 
And by the way, I love your because I know we were both camp counselors before. Yeah. And you're like positive sandwich of like the food was great, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the conversation. You got to prep the group, man, with positivity. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just there are people that come into your life that may not fit with you because they have matured too yeah. far for your liking, you know? It's true. Um, anyway, like a, that's, that's like, like a fine aged wine. Yeah. But, <laughs> they were talking too, about. But like too, too old, then, you know? Too age. Anyways, you're right. If you hold too hard onto something in the past, you will get left behind. And not left behind that you're going to live those glory days forever. Yeah. You're going to live the days where no one else is there. You know, there's a movie called Langoliers. Langoliers. And Man, it was The written, movies and the music I haven't heard of. The book. <laughs> you got to get out there. Yeah, for real. The book was written by Stephen King. Okay. And Langoliers is about... Great movie. I'm not going to spoil it or anything, but they're on an airplane. It starts off you're on an airplane... I'd say half the plane falls asleep. Well, everybody that fell asleep wakes up and everyone that did not fall asleep is gone. And it turns out that I guess through flying, they got transported 15 seconds into the past. And it was really interesting because when they landed at the airport, all the food had spoiled because time, they, they played with time. This moment, right now, the second that you're hearing me say this or whatever you're living right now, yeah, is expired, like gone. now it's yeah. gone. And if you hold on to that, it's only gonna get more sour and worse. And don't hold on to things too long. Whoa, was that like outright the the message of the movie, or is that like your understanding of it? That was my understanding of it. And so I, th I mean, I, think I mean, that's great, deep understanding because. I don't well, think have, you, have you ever heard, this is very so that's popular. Amazing. Have yeah. you ever heard this? There was a uh, university professor mm -hmm. and they were holding a glass of water. You heard this one? Okay, go ahead. The university professor is holding a glass of water out at arm's length, okay? Yeah. And tells the group, okay, I'm holding on to this. Do you think it's going to hurt my arm? Someone goes, no way. Mm. And he goes, if I hold on this for 10 minutes, you think it's going to hurt my arm? They're like, no chance. And he goes, if I hold on to this for three days... You think it's going to hurt my arm? And people are like, well, yeah, because you're holding it out for a very long time. And it, it stands true to the past. The longer you hold on to something, the weight may not change. Yeah. But it's only going to drag you or make you more sore, whatever, mentally, emotionally. For sure. In the long run. So we look at what we have in our life now. Wow. What are you holding on to? And are you able to let it go? Because it may not hold much weight now. But if you hold on to it for three months... It's going to hurt like crazy, man. Yeah, because like I, I've had like an idea for like a year. And like I remember the first week I had it, I was like, this is amazing. And like, you know, I'll try it. And if I don't do it, I don't do it. It's all good, you know. But now having held on to it for like a year, the just the regret of it and just like the impact and the weight of it of like how it's like changing my choices and changing the way I go about life. Yeah just because of how heavy it is and just because of how, yeah, like how, yeah, the weight for sure. Here's, so the regret would be incredible. What a lot of people do, like I get off, I get asked a lot, like how do you come up with video ideas consistently? Yeah. I've been doing this for like 10 years and I don't view it as a challenge. Per se. I, I have had my issues with it, but the truth is you, you had this idea, it's taken you a year to execute it, yeah. whatever. At least you've held on to it. A lot of people will have a good idea like, I don't know, uh, I don't know, they'll have a good idea. Yeah. And within two hours, man, or even within before the day's over, 
they have deconstructed it and destroyed it in their head mm. that it was like, how could I have ever thought that this was a good, a good idea? idea? Yeah. And it's like, you have to go with your gut and trust the process because I used to make content calendars for my YouTube, okay? I'd sit down July 1st yeah. and I'd write two video ideas for the entire month. What the topics were, what, what DIYs I'm going to do. And by the second week, I was off topic. I was not, I was like, this is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Because I looked at the calendar and I'm like, bad idea, not going to go viral. That's not going to be funny. That's not going to work. It's and it's like, all that content is now gone to the abyss. I could have used it, but it's gone. Wow. And so it's important that I think a lot of people fight the urge of internal negativity that is always there in all of us. We, yeah. I think humans naturally through life become jaded and they're, they are convinced this isn't going to work. Yeah, once you get that in your head. It's hard not to get that in your head though, you know? Yeah, and it just spirals out. Yeah, it becomes a seed. It becomes a new thought process. And it's, we then spend years in our adult life trying to change it, thinking, why not do it? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I'm 27 and I only just realized, why not try it? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Give it a shot. That's why this art thing, okay? It could be a massive flop. I really don't care mm -hmm. because I'm still doing the art. If it flops, who cares? I still believe in the process and I want to do it. It's true. You know? And it's like what we would have told ourselves like to our 17-year-old self. Like, dude, you have nothing. Like, you have nothing to worry about. You know, just go do it, right? And I bet the 37-year-old Dan would say the same thing about the 27-year-old Dan and be like, Dude, you have so much free time now than oh you are at God. 37. Well, there, well, you know what was the one of the biggest eye-opening things I heard was, and this sounds like, I think we have talked about this, is like people don't care about you as much as you think. And not in like, I care yeah, yeah, about yeah. you. Like the spotlight isn't as big on you as you think it is. We all live a life, especially as an influencer, where we think all eyes are on us. Yeah. But the truth is... Not really. No, not really, man. Like no one, no one really cares as much as you think. Yeah, in 10 years, no one's going to be like, do you remember Dan's thing, how it flopped? Like, No. <laughs> you, know what, you know what made me realize this was, um, ah, what was I going to say? I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so so this morning, I was kind of hungover, right? Yeah. And this is the second week you've been hungover. Last yeah. week, this indying, this indie carding <laughs> yeah. on Monday mornings. You're saying no, you're second right. week you're, you're, right. you're indie carding. And it's, I don't like, I don't want to say. second week hungover. I don't want to make it seem like I'm. <laughs> like super heavily drinking Sunday all the time. nights, man. It's just events, man. Like there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's the summertime and there's so many events <laughs> and every event that I go to has an open bar and you're just there with people and having drinks. I don't have a drinking problem. I want to yeah, make yeah. that clear. Okay. On Sunday nights. <laughs> man, it, it doesn't matter. It's always yeah, yeah, even yeah. during the week. Yeah, for sure. So I woke up and I was just like, I remember I was walking Charlie and usually I would see someone and I'd be stressing like, okay, I got to say hi. Do I look at them? Like, are mm -hmm. they going to say hi to me? Just the the average conversation yeah. goes on. This time, I was like, I don't care. I'll say hi. I walked by, I was like, hi. <laughs> and if they didn't say it back, didn't care. So That's I it. wonder if some people live their life without the jab from overthinking, you know? 100% me, I'm sorry. You, that, don't, you don't overthink? Like, on, like, these things? No. -uh. I no believe way. that, actually. I believe that. Hi? Easy. How, how's your day? How's your kid? Rub the kid's head. People would not, <laughs> you know, play with their hair a little. Rub the kid's head. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no. So I, 
speaking about that whole like 10 years ago, 10 years forward thing, there yeah. was like a little cool little study. I'm sorry. I'm like becoming the study guy here. But we, man, we have an opening. So yeah. I'm not a study guy. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, they did like I think it's like one of the like the longest studies they've ever done. And they asked people, hey, how much have you changed in the last 10 years? And how much are you going to change in the next 10 years? Right? Yeah. So most people are like, oh, 10 years ago, I was a completely different person. Like, you know, let's take the age uh, 25, right? So when, when I was 15, you can't compare my 15-year-old self to my 25-year-old self. Like, I've changed an incredible amount. Right. Right? And then, so they asked, let's say me, or they asked the 25-year-old, how much are you going to change from 25 to 35? Yeah. Then you also asked the 35-year-old, how much have you changed in the tw- from 25 to 35? Right. right? So uh, every 10 years. Yeah. And everyone said, in the last 10 years, I've changed more than at any other time. Yeah, I believe it. And then I they 100% said, believe it. in the next 10 years, I'm not going to change that much. I'm 25. I, you know, I just graduated university. I, you know, I'm, I have a, a career, a stable career. But then they asked the same guy, 35. And he's like, man, I have changed 25. I'm a totally different it's, person. It's because we live in this consistent level of we know everything. Yeah. Oh, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I agree 100%. Like, I just did a video on... Um, I did a note to myself five years ago yeah. when I lived in Texas and I watched it. A lot of it was sort of similar in terms of like the questions we'd ask. But I look at my life then and I look at my life now and totally different in a way. Crazy. Like we'll bring it to anxiety for me. That, w- that was a big beast. That, that Probably one of the biggest things that's happened in my life. And it really affected me in college. Yeah. So it was a later blossom. I think I had it most of my life, but it really blew up in college. So it took me, I'm still learning about it, man. The, the grasp that I have on my anxiety now is the best it's ever been than the guy that was 10 years ago or five years ago that thought he had it yeah. all. You know? I imagine five, 10 years from now. And now 10 years from now, it's like, will I even be feeling the effects of anxiety? I don't know. Maybe, but maybe yeah. I'll be able to deal with it much better. Yeah, so, so it is exciting, but I, I could even feel the sort of fear in yeah. thinking that in 10 years, I will be a different person. Yeah, man, we keep changing and it's, it's amazing. Like even, I, yeah, I totally can imagine 10 years from now, I'm for sure going to be a very, very, very different person. Like I might have kids. That's weird. That, that always this changes. Is, this is what's freaky. Okay, yeah. We're at the age now where we could potentially have kids in five years. 100%. When you're a teenager and someone says, where are you going to be in five years? It's an easy answer. To like, I'll be at school or I'll be doing this. Getting my first job. Yeah. Now we're at the point where it's like anything can happen at this point. Yeah. Listen, high school is the last part before life starts. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe university is the last part. But for one quarter of our life, we're prepping for the last three quarters. Yeah. And it, it sucks when people get so caught up in the bullshit that is high school. Uh, like Even like teen suicides. Yeah, man. It's the worst because they have very little ideas what's out there. Yeah, but they're sold like this is life. Exactly. I was just talking to my 12-year-old cousin and he is so scared of high school because they keep selling it. as like, no, you'll be in high school. No one's going to chase after you. What? Everyone in high school chased after me. You're not like they keep saying the idea that when you're in high school, you're an adult 
Oh, and you're going to have no, to... Not even. You know? But, but you're fed that your whole life. I remember in sixth grade, I remember the conversation my teacher gave me. And same kind of thing. Like, now you're going you're going into middle school, seventh grade. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be an adult soon. And, yeah, and they freak high you school, out. Uh, trust me, I didn't know anything in high school. I was an amazing dude in high school. <laughs> I stick by that. But uh, I, I loved life. And I still love life now. But it was a charming bubble yeah. that I lived in. And that's why... People oh, just can't get caught up in like stupid drama that is so minuscule because you yeah. have 60 years of your life ahead of you to do and go and, and experience whatever you want. Yeah. Those first 19 years of your life, you're in sort of a glass box for your own safety. For sure. You're, you, you need that sort of stability of going to school, learning this because it helps you later on. You become your own person later. It comes out of you no matter what. Yeah. And for me, it happened when I moved out on my own and I started trusting my passions, what I want to do, the artwork that I put up. Now I'm a different guy. It's through those experiences. Yeah, man. Like just trusting that failures are okay is crazy. Like even, uh, whatever, I'm 28, 28. So even if I live double my life, being 56, like, even if I mess up something now, I still have another life to go till I'm to 56. Yeah. And that's just like middle age. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, you, you, there's so much room for error and for you to try anything. And there's, it doesn't matter much if, if you fail. It, that's the crazy thing for me is like, everyone talks about risk and the benefits. Like, obviously, you can tell there's a whole, like you doing this artwork, right? Mm -hmm. The benefits could be crazy. Mm -hmm. Sky's the limit. Right. The failure, the risk is what? Not much. Not much. No, you're right. Oftentimes it goes like that though. But oftentimes we get it, you know. We have it flipped. Yeah, we you're, think people care that much and people would make fun of us. And which this is, an, and which that, is and, an ego thing. Which is an ego thing. Which I learned recently, the ego, I think ego is so misrepresented in terms of like your cockiness and your confidence that ego gets tied in with that. Yeah. Ego is the thing inside of you that says, if I fail, I'm going to look like an ass. That's your ego. Yeah. So for this art thing, if it fails, I've learned to tame the ego and think, so what? Yeah. Like, at least I could say I tried. You. Yeah. Uh, that's why there's so many trolls online is because they wish... This sounds very tacky. They wish they could be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. But they don't have the inner confidence yet to do it. So they're trying to hate on me because they're like, he's doing what I'm doing. And I'm, you know, like if somebody in the same field as you gets a job promotion. There, Some of us experience a negative feeling like, oh, I'm so mad. Yeah. But, but why? Because they worked harder than you. You know? Yeah. They played the game better than you. Don't and a lot of times we criticize other people and what we see ourselves. So I feel like that's the thing with trolls is like, you know, they're criticizing you, but that's exactly what they want to oh, do. Oh, you know, what's funny is that whenever I call out a troll or I answer them, they say, like, oh, you sucked in or your videos are shit or whatever. And I respond they're like, oh, my God, you responded. I actually love you so much. And I'm like, uh, so why did you say that? Like, <laughs> it blows my mind. when That's this actually happens. crazy. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Okay. Oof. Again, man, so, we, I'm loving this. So I love these yeah, chats yeah, yeah. and just I hope you guys are. Head enjoying this podcast make sure you're subscribing to it is that what you do Amar? yeah you rate review 
and subscribe. And I definitely encourage everyone to review, to uh, subscribe for sure. Because honestly, Hell it's, yeah. it means the world. It means the world. The world. 100%. Guys, subscribe. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. Enjoy your week because we're having a great one. We love you. Bye.